we view our business as a relationship business and not as a transaction business. So I don't really care whether you're qualified to buy an apartment right now, but if you're on the path to being in a position to do that, now's the time to, to start that relationship. Welcome to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast, where experienced expert New York City real estate brokers, John Gastaska and Jonathan Conlin, break down what's happening in the market, what you need to know, whether you're a buyer, seller, or agent, and their insight into the future with a little bit of fun along the way. In this episode, John and Jonathan discuss their thoughts about the current New York City real estate market and give some insight into what the first conversation with a broker should be like. After all, finding someone you can trust is more important than ever in this market climate. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast. Hi, John. Hey, Jonathan. Welcome back. I you know. look refreshed and tanned. I know. I'm not as tan as I'd like to vacation. be. I was hoping for a little bit more tan. But it, it was it was nice being off last week and You're very healthy. I I feel healthy and it was a good reprieve from the problems that we deal with these days. So we decided this week to talk about what does that first conversation look like that we have with our mostly buyers. We'll talk about the sellers are a little different, but for those buyers that are looking, maybe they're weighing against. Oh, do I rent? Do I buy? What does that look like? What happens? And uh, so, yeah, so we're going to start there. Uh, but first and foremost, John, how yes, are Mr. you? Yeah. How was the week without I me? You missed me? I missed you terribly. I, I always yeah. do. And it always seems, I think this goes right into my first, into my takeaway for the week. And it's not just because you were away, but I do get a sense that more people are coming into the marketplace. So appointments were dramatically up on many of the different apartments that we have for rent and for sale. And subsequently- I we, love that. I love when I go away and something like yeah. something bigger. Usually we do deals when we go away. One of us goes away and the other one's inevitably always busy, which and really should tell us we should just trade off weeks and go on vacation. Exactly. And one, one of us lost a deal that was in place. I actually lost a deal. So that was unfortunate, but- we have some uh, rental offers being made, which is good. And I'm negotiating on one of our listings. So my takeaway for the week is that I think the fact that the, the kids are going back to school in a week and a half, that's a positive for the city. And um, I'm remaining cautiously optimistic. How's that? You know, yeah. it's Manhattan. And what about you? Do you have any takeaways from the week? My takeaway is it's really nice to take some time off and to recharge. And, you know, even though, you know, you think about these days where, oh, it's, you know, you're working from home and it's, you know, it's like a staycation and it's like, no, we've been working a lot and nonstop and nonstop. And, you know, you don't really realize it until you pull back and you're like, okay, I really don't need to do anything. You know, that's, that's the intent. Of course, there's always, you know, we always watch the business, but, um, uh, but not having to respond to emails and not have to do have conversations, et cetera. It was a nice reprieve. So 
you got to take a vacation. Obviously, they're all within driving distance these days. But yeah. uh, well, uh, but you, it was really nice to take that time and to be away. So that's my takeaway. And it's really greatly, nice. greatly missed. First impressions mean a lot. Whether you're a buyer, seller, agent, or just curious. John and Jonathan will walk you through what the first interaction with a broker should look like and what the very first step should be if you are considering buying, renting, or selling in New York City. First and foremost, they should call us. Of course, John. Absolutely. Uh, no, we give we us like, a call. <laughs> we do like to be the first stop, the first discussion, and it can really make it much more um much more efficient for the client, for the buyer, or the or whether they're renting or whatever. They can get to that, the information that they need first by going to us, having that first conversation with us so that, because we know we can guide them on so many different fronts. So uh, it, it, it's really, we become the resource right out of the gates. Um, so it, obviously the, there's, there's other people that come into play which we'll talk about, but us being that first to be able to sit down, put pen to paper, talk about uh, financials, et cetera. So I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that one of the things that we're able to do is to help them assess their financial situation because they may be thinking, oh, I have a clear example, a, a, a friend wanting to maybe rent an apartment. And I said to him, have you considered possibly buying an apartment? because prices are coming down, rates are so low, et cetera, et cetera. So as you said, the broker's paramount being the first point of contact, I think, because what we're able to do is help qualify the buyer. When we say, oh, I wanna buy an apartment, how many times have you, I think I've done it more often than you have, your people have more money than mine do. I, I say to them, wow, okay, well, we gotta save more money and come back, oh, you can rent an apartment. So you've got to really look carefully. And I think a lot of times buyers don't, they have these lofty ambitions about, oh, we want to buy our first apartment, but they want, to, they want to get the cart before the horse. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. And there are also, there's, a, there's, a, there's also a big hesitation for people to reach out to an agent because they, they feel like they don't we'll want to waste our time. Our time you know? right. And it's not really you know, one of our driving core beliefs or, or core things that, that binds us together is that, and we share is that we view our business as a relationship business and not as a transaction business. So I don't really care whether you're qualified to buy an apartment right now, but if you're on the path to being in a position to do that, now's the time to, to start that relationship. Now's the time to, to feel it out so that you have a really good idea of, okay, this is, what, this is where I'm at and this is what I need to do. Do I need to budget more so I can save an X amount of dollars over the next year and then I'm in a good position to move forward uh, and, and look to buy something? So that relationship is what we're interested in. So it's never really a waste of time um, no, and, and, for, and, for them to reach out. So that, right. That's what I, we find that all the time is people are like, well, you know, I've been thinking about it, but it's not, I didn't want to waste your time and reach out and blah, 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 blah. Well, reach out. That's why we're here. And one of the things that we're very good at doing, and we have a good track record at doing is being able to analyze and say, okay, so 
when I say qualifying the buyer, talking about the financial, their financial position and being able to guide them. Okay, well, let's take a look. So you want a one bedroom home and being able to look at where the rents, rent, rental prices are and then saying to them, well, okay, if you put down X amount of dollars as your down payment and you have X amount of money in mortgage money that you're borrowing and it equates to let's say $3,000 a month, can you find the same apartment in a rental? Right. Or is it going to cost you less money in a rental and help them to analyze the situation that way. And um, also analyze it from the perspective of the co-op because you go to a banker and the banker says, okay, uh, like uh, you can afford this much, you know, you can get a million dollar loan or a $500,000 loan, whatever. That doesn't mean that you can buy, you know, the same number within a co-op because the co-op has additional restrictions, much more stringent than, the bank itself. For instance, on the debt to income ratio, the bank will go as high as in many cases, 35, 36, 36%, even higher on some of their products. Um, so whereas a co-op, we're going to want to keep that certainly under 30, but 25 is really the, the, uh, the thumb. What is and that it, called? Thumb it, 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 rule the, of thumb. How's that? The rule of thumb. Yeah. But it goes, it goes back to your original point of the, Find a good broker as a point of contact and being able to work with a qualified broker. So you've decided it's time to reach out to a broker. What should you look for in that first meeting and in a broker as a whole? This business is built on relationships and choosing your broker is one of the most important aspects of any real estate transaction. In this next segment, John and Jonathan discuss exactly what to look for. You said, oh, they should call us as the point of first contact. So what would, I, what would you say a buyer should look for in a broker? If they're looking to, if they need assistance, whether figuring out to rent or to buy, what do they want to look for in a broker? Well, the number one thing is our relationship is built on trust. So that first, it's not really something you can describe as to, you know, do I trust somebody? right? But that's what you really ultimately need to get to. Likeability is, is also important because you're going to be working with this person for probably three to six months uh, is sort of an average amount of time. Um, but you need to be able to trust what they say. You need, need to be able to believe that they know what they're talking about and have a good basis of knowledge, of course. Experience is key. Um, somebody that's been through it. And we've talked about it before, whereas the broker is sort of like an insurance policy to help you avoid pitfalls along the way. And that starts in the very first conversation because the first pitfall you can run into is looking at stuff that you really can't afford um, or looking at stuff when you can actually afford a little bit more uh, to get and to get a little bit more just by doing a few things a little bit differently, whether it's restructuring things in your, in your profile or what have you. So, um, so that level of trust is always the biggest piece of the relationship. Um, obviously you need to work like they work. So some brokers are a little bit more old school and will work, uh, less digitally. Um, some, you know, I've worked with buyers that they only communicate on text messages. You know, mm -hmm. they don't, they don't want they their email is for work. 
And if you email them without texting them that I emailed you, they'll miss it because they just skip over anything that doesn't involve work. So you have to also come, that can be decided in the first conversation as well. Like this is how the buyer, this is how I like to work. And you know, do you fit that mold? Can you work like that? So there's those sort of logistical things, but what about yourself? What would you say is? Well, I, I agree with everything, the points that you made about liking and trusting the, the agent. Um, I do think that, um, I think that one should look for, for a broker who's really listening to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that listening is very underrated in our industry because the broker wants to make it all about many times about what their, their achievements, what they've done, uh, all sorts of things. And, and like you really accurately said, um, uh, how often the broker misses what the buyer is telling them. Uh, I cannot tell you how many buyers in my career that I have met that once I assess the buyer, these are buyers that were working with other agents Mm -hmm. and they tell me, wow, you've asked so many questions about me. And then we, a a good broker is going to ask not just what they're looking for in terms of an apartment, but who they are. Like our first point of contact is on the telephone. We don't know who these people are. They don't know us. So they're interviewing us and we're interviewing them. So we want, I want to know, so do you, what their lives are like, what their families are like. I'm taking all sorts of notes about their children, their dog, where they grew up, blah, 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 looking for commonality and then sharing about myself too, because they want to know. And then, then reassuring them that we don't know what they're looking for, but we're very quick studies. By the time that they tell us that we'll, we'll show them the, the, what they're, what they tell us they want to see. And then a good broker, I think extrapolates from that and then expands out and shows them some possibilities that they've not even considered. So, you know, a good broker is somebody that's creative as well as ruthlessly honest. And our buyers, we have a very proven track record by that. Uh, I was going to add the honesty is, you know, that instills trust, of course, but you need to work with an honest broker. I mean, how many of the words of our vernacular, you never BS the buyer or the seller. No. And listen, it's hard sometimes as a, as for some agents, especially when you're new to the business to say, I don't know. But oh, it's the that's most honest huge. answer you can give. You got to be able to like, I don't know. I don't know, but I will look, I'll find the answer, you know, and that's, that, you know, is, is a tough thing for especially newer agents to get to is just, it's okay that we don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. Very, very powerful words. I learned that on my very first open house 20 years ago, a top broker who was drilling me on these raw loft spaces. Where can the bathrooms go? How many plumbing risers? I didn't know what, what she was talking about. I was like, I don't know, but I will get back to you on that. And I did get back to her. And I'm still saying it 20 years later. We still say we don't know. I don't know. I, I just do it like this. I don't know. I'll find out. Yeah. Don't you know every apartment building in New York City? That's what somebody asked me, I think. Once. Yeah. I was like, unfortunately not. After we qualify the buyer... We qualify, we, we get really specific with them on their needs, whether they're renting or they're buying. What else are we the point of contact for? I mean, what else do we do, we do with our- Well, we, our right out of the gates, 
Right. Right out of the gates, we give a lot of resources. So uh, in that, that, you know, the number one is, although we quote unquote qualify a buyer from the perspective of a co-op, um, if the co-op is, is what they're looking for, a banker is key, uh, a key player in it. So they need to talk to a banker and start to really nail down their financing and get that to a place, not only for, uh, uh, for our purposes, but for their own. So they can start to quantify, okay, if I do this product, um, if I do a seven year arm versus a 30 year fixed, you know, compare and contrast banks and what they're, where they're going to get the best uh, product. Thank you very much for being a part of the John and John sell NYC podcast. Were they a part of it or were they just listening? They're a part of it. They're our family. They're our podcast family. And so, uh, Jonathan, welcome back. It's great to see you. And um, I couldn't agree with you more from your first statement about call us first. Yes, seriously, if you're, if you're, even if you have questions, if you don't even know, we're very good sources of information. So with that, also, if you have questions or if you have comments, please put them in our feed. We welcome the feedback. And with that, have a great week, and we look forward to seeing you next week. How's that? Sounds good. Take care, everybody. Stay safe and healthy. And remain in gratitude. There you go. Thanks for watching or listening to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast, where experienced expert New York City real estate brokers, John Gostaska and Jonathan Conlon, break down what's happening in the market, what you need to know whether you're a buyer, seller, or agent, and their insight into the future with a little bit of fun along the way. If you'd like to take a look at our listings, have a property you're thinking of selling, or are wondering if we could help you finally find the perfect place to call home, feel free to reach out. You can email us at info at johnandjonathansellnyc.com or reach out via our Facebook page or Instagram at johnandjonathansellnyc. If you enjoyed today's podcast, consider telling a friend or family member about it or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Those are some of the best ways of supporting our efforts and we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you again for tuning in. We can't wait to share what's coming up next. Subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss our next episode and we'll see you next time.